the Bunkers Weekly Paintball Podcast is ready to start. The boys are just getting ready for the show. Todd is fixing his hair, so he is calming himself down. Joe is looking at the garbage schedule, and Garvin is finishing his Vegemite sandwich. Post in the comment section and we may read your comment on the show. At this point, Matt is now tapping his watch. So, let us start this train wreck of a show. Hello guys, welcome to Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Todd Ansich. We are here all night tonight with some great paintball goodness. Lots of controversial topics to chat about, as well as uh, a couple videos I want to show you and a couple uh, answers to some of your questions from last week we'll get to. Back from his uh, whirlwind vacation, Josh Subizabrikas. Yes, around the world in 14 days. Nice. You're all clean shaven, by the way. Like, not your beard, but like you're trimmed and... I did. I, I completely shaved everything before i went on holidays a little manscaping huh yeah this is what it looks like after 14 days <laughs> so that's did you didn't shave your beard though did you yeah really yeah that's 14 like, days of growth oh uh, yeah a proper shave shave before <laughs> i left yeah this oh, is it boy yep no. did you use a straight razor not a gay razor no i use it it's a uh, it's the summer of josh apparently yeah. nice yeah. good I for use you my uh true fit and hill mug and a cup nice. shaved like i did back in high school Nice. <laughs> and then we have Joe Kimson, who uh, is freshly shaven as well. <laughs> He's been shaving all day. Uh, hi there. And thanks uh, for tuning in to uh, Beautiful There's Behind the Bunker. Trail. I'm still having keyboard issues. Um, so I'm going to try to. I have an idea. So once, just watch for Joe to flip you off in the middle of the show. Once, once I get organized, I'll um, you know log in or something and use my keyboard. You know what? I could probably use my phone. Did you try I? shutting it off and turning it off? Yes, I've done that. Yeah? Okay. And I unplugged it and I tried to i just um as Callista mentioned sent me some information i uninstalled my keyboards and booted it back up and it didn't work and hmm. um, i threw it against the wall and it still didn't work so nice to see effie watching on youtube uh he says he's having a problem with audio maybe he's having the same issue you are turn it off turn it back on maybe it'll work for you actually how's he gonna know he can't hear me uh, but we have Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. That's right, and I wish I had audio issues this evening. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Behind the Bunker 805-ish. You know what to do. Hit that like and share button and tag a friend of three. Uh, we are full studio. The horn is full, my friend. Great program full of uh, useless banter and angry Josh. So I'm looking forward to uh, this evening. Um, I'm angry at Gavin's radio voice. Where did that come I from? I know. He's been practicing. Um, I got about five minutes of radio voice before I lose it and go back to my squeakiness. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Is he still alive? No, he's dead, buddy. I remember. Gilbert, we oh, that's right. This. He just. Yeah. Yes. I remember okay. the days when Gavin used to. Do those were the good old days. Those were the days. Oh, Archie. Is it that when you get older, you start paying more attention to who, who you've outlived and who hasn't? Yeah, I got a list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, lots to get to on the show tonight. Um, we have from the vault segment, we have uh, uh, a topic to finish. We have custom corner. Joe, Josh, might, Josh, Joe might have your pictures. I don't have papers. With I, I think I moved them over when you weren't uh, signed to not show up last week. And um, yeah, we have prices right, mail time, and a bunch of other stuff. So let's have a look. Tonight, we are going to be talking about. Uh, 
Where is it here? What is your most favorite controversial topic? We still have sheets to oh, go wow. through. Oh, wow. Still? Oh, yeah. Well, and there's some the good dead ones horse. Yet. Uh, full to Gap, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys want to play one game this year, one game only, check out Full to Gap. If you're in the uh, um, southern states, definitely worth checking that out. Uh, a few other games for you guys to look at. Check out uh, Action Scenario Events. Uh, some great new uh, games ASC, coming up for them. ASC, ASC. And then uh, Paintball Extravaganza coming up in... Um, when it, oh, I have it. February. February, February 28th to the March 2nd, 2023. Avante Palms Resort and Conference Center in Orlando, Florida. 15 minutes from Disney. $109 a night. Um, and the price has been extended three days prior and three days post the event. Free shuttle service uh, to area tourist attraction, including Disney. Nice. That's where we're going to have one of our tech courses on the... Uh, Magic Mountain there, or whatever it's called. Um, so, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, Effie says he's having audio issues on uh, YouTube. YouTube. That's disappointing. Simeon is watching, and I'm able to type with my phone and watch here and do stuff there. I don't know. A lot of effort. I'm trying, but this my internet is super slow tonight. Hmm. Hmm. Lee sent us a message I wanted to show you, show you guys. He says, I'm new to the podcast. Have you guys done a what setup are you shooting kind of thing? Picks of players in their past and or present. That'd be an interesting thing to post up and ask people to send in pictures of what their setup is. We used to have a custom corner. You know what? We used what? to have a custom corner. We still have a custom corner, but I want to say this isn't custom corner. It's more so like what is your current you, gear setup? Do you think, you know what would be cool if we could do, if someone could find the first day they played or very early in their career what they were wearing and what they were using and something they're shooting currently. Like, I would look, if I if I went back in time to my first day of paintball, I had um, the British DPM camouflage pants and jacket, surplus, and then I had a Nell Spot 007, and maybe some kind of boots. And then I would have had the cam stick all over my face and just safety glasses and a Nell spot and paint, uh, paint Nelson paintballs in oil base. That would have been my first plane. So my very plane. first outfit, because I remember going with retro uh, to a surplus store in Tirana uh, and picking up some like knockoff woodland pants and a woodland t-shirt. Uh, but it was a little chilly in the morning, so I had my <laughs> my Ralph Lauren, <laughs> my Chaps uh, Olive Green T-shirt shirt. Really? I did, and I started. I played with that in a Sleeman Brewing hat. Uh, nice. That was my and uh, yeah, hiking boots, and so that was my look, baby. With nice. my Dean McPean. Dean McPean. I was hoping that's when the bindle made its first How appearance. How do you spell but... Dean McPean? <laughs> I spelled it D E E I N Mc M C capital P E E E I N G. Dean McPean. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates that. <laughs> and if he doesn't, it's, I'm sorry, Dean. So what about our next topic that we post is, and maybe we'll change the wording, but show us your oldest pick of your gear or you playing. Because I don't really have a picture of the first handful of times I played. Like, I mean, it would have been a camera with, it would have been a with film. a proper film camera. So I had the we we brought the action shot cameras out. Do you remember the disposable ones? It was yeah. like paper, and you just mm-hmm. drop yep. it off at like Zares. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's that's my first uh, our, our first 
paintball photos and we developed them and we had paintball albums at the time, you know, as yeah. you open it up and flip through it. Uh, it would it would have been those uh, those disposable cameras, hmm. which could make which could be tasers. So you can turn them into tasers because the flash. Yeah, uh, yeah, or or portable detonating devices. I might have yeah. a really old picture of you, Gavin. You may. You, you have many pictures of me, I think, my <laughs> yes, friend. Yes, I do. <laughs> we are looking for appropriate pictures. How many of you guys in the live chat right now have nudes YouTube? of YouTube? <laughs> well, that's everywhere because you just have to go to his uh, his OnlyFans. But if yeah. you, um, how many of you guys have pictures of your first or second or early paintball career? Be interesting to see whether it was back in the 80s, 90s, or even just a couple of years ago. Be curious to see if that's something that we could, uh, think, we could even ask people I think for. the oldest pictures I have or from the beginning days of visual echoes photography. Um, 2008, 2009, PB wants to know what a disposable camera is. I guess it wasn't really disposable, but it was all it was all encased uh, the film, and yeah. you took it, and then you just dropped off you yeah. dropped off the whole thing. Oh, they call them disposable the cameras. But you also yeah. pitch the camera, and that's what uh, my kids' kids will be picking out of their gardens and landfills. <laughs> Whatever. They were disposable. Winter fly from above. Hello from Malaysia. Those, those are nice. back from the days where you couldn't like photos correct yes, that's true and that's if you had true. To, if you're gonna share you had to, put them, you had to get doubles like, okay, <laughs> i know this is a slight aside this is not paintball but we were talking paintball um when's the last time you developed a photograph last year it's been years for me i don't even know where we, i would buy film i used to go to a drugstore to buy it you can get film just at specialty stores yeah like henry's you can still get but, e, types but of you, film. i mean, mean you can Henry's? still I go to Quebec. Henry's, yeah. And it was a number of years, but I went to the Walmart, and you could just upload your photos uh, from your, your phone, your device. I don't know if you can still do that. But yeah. I haven't I haven't printed off a photo in, like... Yeah, me neither. I can't I, even tell you. The last time we did, we sent it to an online service and sent a bunch. Yeah. I think it was for Christmas, and then we just had them professionally printed. But as as, uh, as individual photographs or in books? Uh, yeah, you just send photos, and you go, like, I want onesies, twosies okay. of these, or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember used to making... I would send my photos to Apple and create an Apple book, a heart, and they would bind it and everything. And I did that for the first probably eight years of my kid's life until I stopped caring about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, it's about <laughs> it, it, <laughs> well, right. Cos- Costco does it now too. For no, Costco took the all price, their right? Costco took all their fi- their their film stuff out of the when you walk into yeah. Costco. But it's not physically there, but it's online. It's at oh, some no, okay. mi- warehouse in Mississauga where it's just processing. But they don't have the photo center that they used to. And I, I do appreciate digital photographs, but wasn't it like a lottery when you sent your film away and you got back and like, <laughs> what's going to be developed? I know, what's not going to be? Yeah, you had be, no uh... idea how many thumbs and fingers <laughs> yeah. were over yeah. there. Yeah. Or, whether I, or not there's a smudge on the lens. Yeah. And, or how, how good your camera moved. was. I remember buying a used camera because I was a, I going on a grade 8 uh, uh, camping trip we did this anyways I bought a used camera put film in it took it and all the pictures came back just horrible and it, it wasn't that I was a I mean I wasn't anything wasn't in frame but nothing was in focus it was all just crap Richard Benson hey watching. Richard Benson uh, it's nice, nice to see him in the chat good Richard for you. Benson is a, a local celebrity a local celebrity in, in our town T-O-N um, bracket E and he, he it goes about town and takes pictures of things. So he's tuned he's a in. Man about town. He's a man about town. So he's tuned in to watch behind the bunker. Uh, maybe he'll screenshot the show and make a post. You never know. That nice. would be kind of cool. Nice. Uh, got a couple of you guys going back to a number of years. Where uh, 2005 says Lisa was her first time on playing. her 34th birthday. How old, that makes Lisa how old? 
35. 35 <laughs> still. But 34 well plus, done, Todd. 34 plus 17. Keep, what are you doing? Once. Hey, we're, we're trying to keep viewers here. <laughs> I want to know how old Lisa Weaver is. The, the only appropriate answer is slightly younger than her husband. That's it. Yeah. Much, you know, much younger. Much younger. Much younger. But with the exchange rate, though, that makes her, you know, if you add 28% onto that. like, Why well, are you still dragging this through the mud? I'm not. <laughs> and Epi was like, just like peeling back the sticky sheet and taking it out of the album. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, last I think week, I'll turn yellow and gross after a while anyways. Still Those talking about the sheets. same stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hey, yeah, hey, it's not- a family show, <laughs> right? I'm trying to keep it family friendly. Wolf has some videotape of himself. Ew. Don't we all? I think sheets. he's got a lot of hours of footage of himself. <laughs> um, moving on, last week we talked about uh, underbore or overbore. Yes, uh, correct. And what was the consensus around the you room? So we were debating. Yeah, you were going to yeah. reach out to some expertise. I thought it was overboring. Uh, and many people in the no. chat forum said, underbore. I don't want to hear from you. You haven't been here in a couple of weeks. All right. This is just between Todd and I. I'm here, too. No. You're not, you're you can tell Josh either. has been off for a while. He's feisty. Today. No, I'm not. Okay. Super feisty. I, no, because I, I, I didn't have a drinking problem a while ago. So I remember <laughs> what Simon said when he was on the show. Okay. And he said that slightly... Underboring. I think you're or, sorry, both sli- wrong. I think you're both dead wrong. By overboring, do you mean larger than the ball? Correct. Yes. He said you want to slightly under. What so about you want the, it tight? So here's a yes. conversation I had with like Simon this afternoon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Simon says always, almost always underbore. Boom. Never, never a blow through fit, which is the worst. Uh, you can possibly do. Boom. And he says only overbore if the paint is so inconsistent that the uh, in size that break, yeah, it, yeah, that it. So we're all overboring. Overboard. Gavin is right. So if the quality of the paint that you're shooting is terrible and it's then overboard, whatever, then overbore, and that's a safe thing to do. But if you've got decent paint to to awesome paint, underbore slightly so that I think Simon is wrong. I think he's absolutely what, what wrong. What the hell does Simon know? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, I was incorrect. So Let's move go. on. There you go. I my under, I keep typing underbore and it keeps over over auto correcting to overbite underbite. Huh? Uh, True life. Garrett, I want to read all your text messages. <laughs> How often does that come up? Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, Garrett Green sent this in. Also, he was asking about. We were talking about humidity and where to store our paintballs. He says, after listening to your recent podcast, what do you guys think is the ideal humidity for storing paintballs? I like cigars, and I use humidity-specific packs for regulating my smokes. I wonder how effective those same packs might be for storing paintballs. I think that would I think be perfect. You, I think you want I think 0% humidity. You want 0% humidity. You want your paint to, to be dry. You want all the moisture out of the air. No, you don't want any because the, the shells are gelatin. The yeah. gelatin absorbs moisture. Gummy. Then they would get gummy and pliable See, like when they're made. Now, we shouldn't have corrected uh, Todd on that. We should have encouraged him to build a humidor for his paintball. No, I'm not talking like something that's <laughs> Just put them, them in a sink, <laughs> but Todd. Like, if, if, humid, if your humidity level is zero, don't you want it a little bit for the paint? Not like... Not no. like your cigar, but something. No. You know, you know that uh, underwa- underwater there's zero humidity, so you should store your paintballs underwater. All right, I'm get not going to get a <laughs> straight answer from these jerk asses. In the words of the traveling willberries, put it in a cool, dry place. I don't know the song, but I agree with their with their advice. Willberries, I don't know. The, can you sing that? Put it in a cool, dry <laughs> place. This is the worst karaoke ever. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I, I'm not a singer. You could sing this. You could sing the song like our show. 
Worst karaoke ever. It oh, it's, it's terrible. reverse karaoke. It's reverse to, it's reading, text to speech. Why reading. Matt hasn't unplugged all of our, our microphones at this point? I have no he's idea. Tired so and he's tired. He's not paying attention because he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a from the vault segment, but before we get that, there's uh, one last thing I want to show you guys. Here's a video that's floating around from a tournament that happened last weekend or this past weekend. And apparently the the only information that I know about it is uh, the fellow that you'll see that shooting apparently had been warned before about his overshooting. Um, but I don't know how vicious these two teams hated each other. But can we watch the video, Matt? We should still have audio over top of this. So that see Williams here, what he does. Whoa. Continues to shoot, continues. Point blank, yeah. And as he's walking, he away, got a red flag. Yeah. He got a major. Uh, a major, but he shouldn't have got a major. He should have wow. got an eviction from oh, okay, the tournament. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know if that if yep. it didn't happen. But also, if you watch it again, so he bang, bang, bang. But now watch him. The, the other team shoots the crap out of him. So I don't know. I'm not justifying anyone's things. All I'm saying is it looks like both teams were after each other. Um, and where was that? Uh, on the ref's jersey, it says MSXL. Was, um, what's that? That's know. down in Mexico? the states. Mexico, Missouri, Memphis, Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> a cold hong day in hell. If I recognize Missouri, no, but uh, <laughs> it's um, it's pretty dickish. Huge, yeah, absolutely. That person not only needs to be banned from the event, but like he should not be allowed to play again. That that was pretty bad. It was so pretty the bad. guy was down already, and he was hurt. It looked like he was hurt. Then he he one balled him in the back of the head as he was shooting him in his chest at close range. So. This but not only that, he went be, one, two, head, and then back to the chest in three, four. This may be controversial, but I think you don't penalize just the individual player. I think they have the stronger sanctions, but I think you discontinue the entire team, the entire organization from not only the tournament, but for penalizing them for a number of events. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the only way you can police the the people that you have on your team, yeah. right? You, I mean, if you have yeah. a wild card, you're going to have to, you know, they could be the greatest player, but if they have a hot head, you don't want to put them out there to, to so jeopardize your team. whatever you give to that, and I'm going to call him Williams, that's what it says on his jersey. Yeah. I don't know if that's his name or not, but he should be just done. Done out of the tournament, done out of the, the that league. league. Yeah. His team should definitely get a suspension, but I wouldn't knock all of those guys out because you can only control... But Do you who, know what I mean? Who, like, yeah, okay, so regardless of talent, right? He yeah. could be the most talented paintball player, but if he is a, a jackass, just going to jeopardize your franchise, then then he yeah. won't make it to, into a team. Yeah. So I get it's the last. It could be the last event. Who, who knows? And who knows what transpired? But I think. Yeah. I I think that really criminal behavior because that's really assault. Uh, that should be. Yeah. You know there 100%. should. Yeah. There should be. There should be sanctions not only against the player but for for the organization that helps support him to bring him there. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um... Now, I, I agree the team. Sorry, I agree, I agree the team needs to be hit, but I don't think it needs to be hit as hard as the individual player. And I say that because, like, you know, we all went out and played a couple weeks ago. You know, let's say you pulled a, a, a dickish move on the other side of the field, and we weren't aware of it. But these, okay. Uh, but again, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm on the okay, mild. Yeah, end but I, I don't want to. I don't want to like go into great detail. Of this, you know, who the jackasses are in your team. Like this isn't a one-off event where you know all of a sudden he decides to become an asshole, right? Yeah, true enough. It's just yeah. like you know what you, you've seen this whether it's in practice, other games. You know the temperament of the person that who's going to be on the line, right? Or or, yeah. or or playing with you. So regardless of how you know how great he is as a paintball player, I think you have to what's his integrity, what's his character like, right? And that's not you know that's not the element that you want on your team. Uh, and if you do, you want to roll the dice, then you know. That's that's the risk you and your franchise takes uh, yeah. for for playing that this person. Yeah. So uh, let me interject, interject some minor hockey rules here to help. I think this could figure out and be a good way to go. 
in minor hockey, if you get a penalty where you intend to injure somebody or intend to cause harm, it's called match penalty, right? You're immediately removed from that game and your team gets a five-minute major, okay? Yeah. After that, you're suspended post-hearing. So you have to go to a hearing first where you explain it and all the referees show up and all, all this kind of stuff happens. When that happens, a coach also receives a game misconduct. So the coach is gone for a little while, sure. right? So possibly the coach or the owner here needs to have some accountability because not only does it put accountability on the player who's then going to serve at least seven games out, right? And plus cost his team a five-minute major, but then the coach gets suspended too. So next year, when that coach is doing selections for who's on his team, he's thinking twice about taking, hey, right. that kid's a hothead. Yeah. He might be a good player, yeah. but I can't control him. And if I can't control him, I'm serving games too. And now in minor hockey, where if you're a hockey coach or something like that, and you get two suspensions, you're gone. Mm-hmm. You don't get to coach anymore. And they're even looking at saying like, okay, this might go on some kind of not necessarily like a criminal record, but if you go get a record check, it might show up that you've been removed from coaching minor sports. Hmm. Well, Effie, might. Effie, I don't, that's not, that's not in there yet. Every in the live chat says that's borderline a criminal offense and reckless endangerment. Bobby Dow says he was ejected from the game. And uh, Patrick LaRock in the uh, YouTube chat says that's major and an, an ejection. Absolutely. He said at that event, that incident turns into a felony as soon as the marker is turned on someone uh, with intent to cause bodily harm. So, um, ha- have people been charged with felonies I when know. it's like when it that so happens? I, okay, I, I also recall when I was uh, when I was a referee, um, a another ref was assaulted uh, by a player on the field. Uh, police were called, but they never responded. Um, so it was like I don't know if that was just you know it was a busy day, but what happens in sort of the confines of the sports arena is it, it's policed by the referees, and you know unless I think somebody gets seriously injured where they require hospitalization or yeah. treatment, like I mean that that becomes aggravated assault at least in Canada. Uh, if you require any medical attention, it's aggravated assault. So unless the person goes to the hospital, nothing's going to yeah. happen. From what, from what I know, in minor sports and stuff like that in Ontario, there have been charges for felonies for things like this but very, very few convictions. Mm. There was an event that happened uh, not too long ago. We were talking about this. It was last season, and there was a fisticuff or a brouhaha that took place, and the police were called, and that player was charged. Um, But that had nothing to do with... I mean, that was during a paintball match. A guy was just being a complete tool, and, I mean, he deserved what he got. Wasn't that something to do in the parking lot, though, too? No, it happened Uh, on the field. Yeah, but there was a parking lot incident we don't have to get into. Yeah, that's true. Anyways... We're dwelling on something that's uh, sort of the bad side of paintball, but it was just—I just wanted to bring it to your attention because that—I I, want—that's that's pretty nasty. And you know, yeah. like we're talking about it now, we gave it some—we gave it some airtime, but in my limited experience, that happens very in like infrequently, if ever, right? Yeah. So I guess that's why we're talking about I it today. I can't remember but, yeah. the last time I saw something that brutal on a field, and you got to think people play every weekend all across the world. And the minor incidences are, are, are just that, just super minor. And I'm going to paraphrase uh, you know, a conversation that Joe had many years ago during an interview. The nature of the game that we're doing, we are tagging people or hitting people with paint. You'd almost expect to see much more violence or, or aggression, yeah. um, but that is almost non-existent within our sport, which I, yeah. w- you know, I love the community, I love the sport, I love what we do, uh, and it doesn't really lend itself to that type of behavior. So when you see this, yes, it's, it's going to warrant a conversation because it's so infrequent, uh, and it, it is, it is, you know, it's contrary to what we see on a daily basis. Yeah, I, I will, I, I have to admit, I've been golfing since I was like eight years old. I've seen more violent acts at golf courses. <laughs> 
then I have a paintball. Like, if someone gets shot out early and they get upset, have you ever seen somebody break a paintball marker over their knee? <laughs> no. Or, or throw but, it in the bush? <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many golf clubs <laughs> yeah. I've seen thrown in ponds? Yeah. Snapped over knees? Like, I used to repair clubs at the club I worked at. Like, it was three to four a week. Uh, Richard Benson, who is new to the program, has a question in the chat asking, do paintballers consume alcohol during the tournament? Uh, that would be a big negative, uh, Richard. Not only is it going to be a violation of the rules, um, you know, being under any sort of influence of an intoxicants doesn't lend itself uh, to the sport uh, and the safety of the sport or the strategy. Yeah. So um, is alcohol consumed after the tournament? Yeah, probably. Probably quite a bit. But, uh, you know, during uh, during competition, typically um, that doesn't happen. I don't think I could play paintball after having a beverage or two. People, your, people, your, your, your impairment you get is those too, awful burps. That would well, be nasty. Your impairment would just be too too off. Like, you, you lose that, that reaction time. You lose. Sure. Well, everything slows down. But let's yeah. go away from the intoxication part or the intoxicant yeah. part as well. If you consume that much liquid... And you have to use the washroom during a game. Yeah. You're going to yeah. be unfocused as well. Yeah, right? so. absolutely. Richard, we encourage people to go out after, you know, to go to one of the local restaurants or bars and with their friends and, you know, regale each other about their day's activities and have had an, have an adult beverage there, not on, mm. not on site. No. Yeah. Not that we want to talk about violence, but one thing I will say is I see more incidences of not necessarily, like your, your point about the golf, golf people are, are far more agitated uh, due to the uh, ins, uh, onset of TikTok and Instagram and all this sort of stuff I see more road rage videos and thank God for all these dash cams they're unbelievable oh. how many people get out of their car and then instantly regret it yeah well ladies and gentlemen let's get to Joe's from the vault segment when we come back yeah. uh, we've lots more to get to so uh, don't go anywhere hey it's uh, Joe from Flagler's Paintball here with another segment from the vault we go back in history back in the early days of paintball and they show you something that's kind of cool something that's kind of neat and something you may have never seen before I know some fields in the states and in Canada are still using barrel plugs but uh, barrel bags are the way to go but this is a brand new in package view loader barrel plug um, it's called a VL plug this is the flexible rubber one so this is kind of neat um, it's just sealed brand new you may have not seen one orange these were available in a variety of different colors and they would fit most 68 caliber paintball barrels so anyway see you next time on behind the bunker and flaggers pew pew so that was an that was another one of my vault segments uh that one was on the barrel the, the barrel, barrel plug. plug the new in package view loader barrel plug um you know when paintball first started there was Nothing. Nothing. So, you know, then, then, then the evolu then the evolution, you know, came of a barrel plug, and that's when we were still using semi-automatics and mostly uh, pump, pump action markers or even bolt action Nelspot pistols. Uh, and then we went to the barrel bag that would slide over the end of the barrel to prevent misfires. With the elastic, but, but the with back. the elastic. But that was, you know, when people started using electros, but. Sometimes when you go to paintball fields, uh, people are still...